I'm Anna Tonk. Welcome to How to Be Human, a podcast that explores the common and often confusing themes of humanness. Hello, can I quickly record this before my lunch arrives and Gary loses his shit? Let's see. Let's see, shall we? So today is a little bit of a different episode because I've done a little bit. I mean, (laughs) technically in podcasting, it's called a feed swap, but I didn't give them an episode. So I guess it's a feed take. So Ryan is a astrologer and, you know, I was going to say a dear friend, even though it's not like I know him, you know, super duper well, or I've known him for a very long time, but he's a really incredible person and astrologer. And he has a podcast with his co-host, Megan, Claire Noyance, and they asked me to do an episode. And I think it's a really great episode in some ways because I love Ryan so much. And of course, I instantly liked Megan. We hadn't met until we recorded. I talk really freely and maybe freer than I should be. But I was sort of scrambling to come up with an episode for this week. And I thought rather than give you all something sort of half-assed or just to have an episode, I thought it might be fun for you to actually hear this episode that I really love with Ryan and Megan. So please enjoy my episode of Claire Annoyance with hosts Ryan and Megan. Um, have you ever been victimized by new age spirituality? We've been, we've been waiting for you. We've been waiting. <laughs> You're going to want to listen up. I'm Megan, an intuitive life coach and Reiki master. I'm Ryan, a professional astrologer, and we want to show you what spirituality is by talking about what it is not. Con artist. Yes. Snake oil salesman. There are so many susceptible people out there. And then they're tainted. They're ruined. They don't want to come back to spirituality. We still have a lot to learn, and we will humble ourselves and learn, I think, every freaking day. This is Claire Annoyance. A podcast of spiritual interference. Oh my God, we're back. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited for today's talk. It's going to be so fun. Megan, when was the last time that you had a tarot reading? Um, You. Oh my God. (laughs) What was it? Was that, it was that pit, like, what was that uh, date that like in April where it was like the big deal and I had you, like it was the big, the big astrological. Oh, Jupiter, Neptune. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I had you do like a, or I think you did like a six card spread. Oh my God. Wild. I don't even remember that, (laughs) Uh, but good. That's crazy. What about you? Um, you? When was your last? Um, you know, it was actually, um, like a week or two ago, I did an exchange with someone. Um, so I did their astrology. (laughs) No, oh no. Um, it was with someone else. Although I've had our guest read for me and good God. Mm -hmm. So, so good. I love getting everybody's like styles ever. And I like playing around with different readers and just like booking randos even. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's rare that I have a reading that I'm like super just unfulfilled with, honestly. But maybe that's just me. I feel like you do your due diligence though. You know, even if it's someone you come across on TikTok or Instagram, you know, like you watch yeah. them. It's not someone who's like, I bought a deck today. <laughs> yeah, me, right. I'm a professional. No. T- <laughs> I would never book someone based off of their TikTok account. I'll just say that. If you want me to book you, I better not see you on TikTok. Come with the skills. <laughs> As I'm trying to build my TikTok account right now. God. <laughs> Okay, well, um, 
So if you haven't already guessed, dear listeners, um, we are talking tarot today. And we have a guest. So excited to introduce you to Anna Tonk, who you maybe already know, because Anna is like this spiritual entrepreneur empress card. Empress. <laughs> who just like, I don't maybe, <laughs> maybe you hate that card, Anna. I don't know. But um, please introduce yourself. Let everybody know um, what you're up to and um, say hey. That's I love being introduced or likened to the Empress card. I'll take it. Okay. You know, a card about creativity and abundance. Like, yeah, yes. I'll t- I'll take that. Um, maybe a little less into the mommy vibes of it. For sure. I will, maybe I'll not rebuke pregnant. those. Yeah, I'll re- <laughs> <laughs> I'd say no thank you to that. But I will take the the you know, the creativity and abundance from it. Um what am I? Uh, it's funny. I'm getting ready to go to Italy a month, uh, Italy for a month for like, I, I'm calling it like my midlife crisis. That if you're going to be having a midlife crisis, you might as well be in Italy. Are you in it? I'm going to pull up your birth chart. I usually do this for people too. Well, it's been like a five year one. So oh. <laughs> well, I don't know that it is. I just think that's what I think I'm. Well, you know, it, it's it's funny because um, I was a television producer for many, many moons. And then I went into tarot and got really into spirituality, have done a million things and have gotten to this point where I think um the first like five years of my tarot career were just so insane that I finally gotten to a point where I'm just like, oh, what do what do I oh, want to do next? Nice. And and th- when I was thinking I would go back to school to be a therapist and my own therapist oh. was like, listen, you'd probably <laughs> be a great one. That's totally fine. However, you know, like I talk to you every week and I'm a little concerned because some of the stuff you're seeking, I don't think this is going to give you. And what a blessing that was, because I was like, she's she's right. But I think it's so funny because recently I just happened to have run into people or um a really sweet server at a restaurant I was at the other day was like, did I ever hear you're into tarot? Like, I really like it. And she's like, I thought about being a therapist, but then, and I'm like, I love all of us that don't want to go back to school or like tarot. That is, mm-hmm. that seems to be this like way to <laughs> combine these things of like, I'm interested in feelings and archetypes and symbolism, but school, not so much, you know, right. <laughs> like, so Done it offers this, different pathway of working with people but so i love was, it uh listening to your podcast and what was interesting to me is like you had you were established in your career and then you said that tro just like blew your life up and Wait. i thought that was such a beautiful like yeah. explanation so yeah. i want to hear more about that because like ex- to, to blow your life up it like- truly <laughs> exploded my life that that is like i um had been in television at that point gosh i guess uh 15 years you know like had it like a legit like like a very real career you know like not to i mean i'm not trying to be bragging about it i more mean it just as a like future horn we toot here toot toot yeah but it also just more like giving context of how out of left field it was in the sense of I was like overseeing on-air design for a network like I mean it was like doing a pretty mega job you know and um felt really stuck and then you know had 
just sort of gone, like gone through some shit and felt really, really, really stuck more than anything. And went for a tarot reading with uh, Rachel from Small Spells and was like, whoa, like this is cool. Like, I don't really know what this is. And then I had a reading with Lindsay Mack and I was like, do you teach this? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I think I'm supposed to learn. It was the, it, I, I had, it's funny because, um, Ryan, like when you sent over questions, it's funny. There is one deck that I don't like, and I <laughs> hopefully I can answer this like out of order. Yeah. Um, I, the first deck I got was the wild unknown, which yes, you can buy your own deck. That's like an old gatekeeping thing that you have to be gifted one. Um, you can buy your own deck. So I got the Wild Unknown because it was like everywhere at that time, yeah. you know, like tarot had arrived at Urban Outfitters. Right. So it was now like coming to the masses right. in a weird way. Like, and I mean, I, I like the the Wild Unknown deck like did not speak to me. It was Same, like static. Same. And it's still such a huge deck. Like people still Massive. love the crap yeah. out of it. And it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And I think that's fine. Like I love the idea of like, you know, the chick as the fool. Like there's a lot of beautiful things to it. Like, um, great colors, how, <laughs> very great vibrant. Colors. It's, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting though. Like you can tell it was like channeled and done by an artist and not a tarot reader, which I think is interesting. Like mm. I love all these modern decks and stuff, but like if you're a reader, too, like you, modern decks, like, cause I got into it through Oracle, you know, ah, like, you never had a traditional deck. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. so I've got like all these alternative decks. So then listening to you, I was like, damn, I need to. Like I need like an OG, like yeah. yeah. I mean, like and I, so I the, I mean because tarot is a seventy eight card system, so I think it is helpful. Like I went to art school. Like I come very much from this, like the tradition I'm raised in, and like where I come from is like learn how everybody does it. Like learn how it's done, then do it however you want. You know, and the respect, respect the foundation. I love that. Yeah. And just to like know the system you're operating within, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's like you wouldn't go to astrology and then be like, I'm going to make up new planets, you know, like mm-hmm. you would learn the planets. And yet people come to Terra and are like, I'm just going to make up some new cards, you know, and it's like, that's uh, cool, but maybe know what the energy of them is. Like, what were they speaking to? What is the purpose of it? You know, like, yeah. What's I was actually going to say, do you have any decks? This is not a question that we previously yeah, we've discussed. Gone rogue. We've, like, gone, we've, we've definitely, definitely gone, gone very rogue. rogue. <laughs> We're going to back it up in a minute. But like, do you, do you have any decks where they've created new cards and you like it? I have oh. one that I actually do like. I, the, I, I, it's funny. It's like I can... Th- Oh, I like it in um this is an old deck, but the talk deck, I like that what's oh. it strength is is lust, I think. Ah, uh, I see. Which I think is nice. Like there's definitely decks that I, I like it in, you know, like this was something I had to learn too. Like um Serp uh Serpent Fire, for example, she um has a deck and it is very sexy rexy you know mm. and i mean she has this thing on like the six of cups where it's like th- it's something very like you know orgasmic and blah 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 and the six of cups is not that to me is not mm. that energy however in her deck it is and that's when i learned like there's if we're talking about the language of tarot, I think we have to be talking about the writer weight, unfortunately, even though it's very heteronormative, it's very, you know, white, 
but it is what defines the language of when we're talking about, you know, like the major and the minor arcana and things like that. And then every other deck in, in a lot of ways or independent decks or things like that, I think are dialects. And it's mm. like, you've got to learn what that dialect is. Mm. I I like the card. I just want to know why you made it. I want to be For able sure. to connect to it, you know? And yeah. sometimes it just feels like ego or it feels like, oh, I just wanted to, or like, or a lot of people, and I get it. You're a really talented artist. I'd make a lot more too, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I would want to express myself as well. But if I can't connect to it, you know, like, then it just feels superfluous, you know? I, I would not have thought that it was from Italy or that it originated from Italy. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's funny. I think we all want it to be more mysterious than it is. And I get that, you know, like when I first came to it, I was like, yes, where did it come from? Is it from <laughs> Egypt? Is it from, you yeah, know, like it was found with the emerald tablets. Exactly. Like... <laughs> I was like, oh, I love it. I love yeah, anything shiny, you know, like that, that was very seductive. But no, it was it was a game. It was a game that was played um, in the 1400s. And like a lot of the reason why we don't totally know is like, they were hand painted. So mm. it, cards, they're, they're destroyed. We just, yeah. they're lost. So it's not so much that they're buried, you know, next to the pyramids, <laughs> you know, these original decks or they're, you know, in, in mummies and things like that. And it, it's like, no, they, we just didn't have a printing press yet. So these were hand created <laughs> and therefore didn't survive, you know? Right. That's hilarious. Um, okay. Yeah. To back up a little bit, a little bit. One, do you know proper pronunciation of this word that is the name of our episode? Even like tarot, tarot, because Megan says tarot. tarot. I say tarot. Well, I mean, I'm from the south, and it cracks me up that people. My, I mean, not really so much my family stuff, but some of my friends are like, "You read the tarots," and I was like, "It doesn't <laughs> rhyme with carrots." Like that, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, and that's yeah, how, you know, like carrots. <laughs> So I heard tarot and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, like, and I, I can't stop saying it now, like tarot. I think a lot of the people who say tarot are just taking more of a European pronunciation. Oh. I don't think there's a right or wrong from my, okay. you know, from what I've heard around, you know, the tarot way, but. <laughs> got it, got it. Anytime so I say tarot, though, I feel, um, I like second, you know, I feel like I'm like, am I pulling this off? You know, like mm -hmm. when I do it, whereas well, when why someone I, like, I, I got to come correct here. Like I can't be speaking to, 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 a, to a tarot wizard and like yeah. be mispronouncing <laughs> how to say this. It's, it cracks me up. But like anytime someone else says it, I'm like, oh, you know, like I <laughs> sound so fancy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I, I think it depends. I think it's more of a regional thing. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so just, I mean, we've already gone pretty deep into talking about this. And I'm sure most people kind of have a general understanding of what tarot is. But if you had to, in a nutshell, kind of just like define what is tarot, how do you use it? Um, it's funny. I've been working on this definition for like 10 years and still <laughs> haven't quite figured it out. Um, my friend Bakara, though, I appreciate that she's like... She she has like a bit the scientific of like, you know, it's a 78 card system, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, and magic. Like, I don't know how it works. And mm. um, so yes. it's yeah, like it's so oh, that's all I need. I mean, I'm yeah, sure like it, it's like magic. Because, yes. Because <laughs> I mean, like I'm a highly pragmatic person. And yet I'll be like, 
you know, it'll be so crazy for me sometimes, like when a friend's like, oh, you know, I keep pulling the impress and I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, and I'll be like curious. I'll be like, let me see what I pull for you. And then I pull the impress and I'm like, mm. explain that, you know, like, I don't know what card the impress is when I'm shuffling. Like, that's what if you're weird. a bad shuffler? Like, I'm a horrible I'm shuffler. I'm a terrible shuffler. <laughs> oh, I love hands. it. Okay. Yeah, like, same. I don't, you know, like, I have so that much, has no, yeah. could you see it doesn't, there's obviously an element of showmanship. Like if you, you know, everyone I think wants, but I think it's also just because like that feels cool. You know, mm-hmm. like cool. I think a bit like, <laughs> you know, people are disappointed when I show up for events and I don't like appear in a fog of smoke, you know, like and have an, an owl on my shoulder. That oh, I'm just, I like, put a it on. I I'm, put it I'm on. sure you do. <laughs> that's so you. Yeah. Like you, th- like that's, per- I mean, like, <laughs> perfect for like whoever wants to do that and I'm like hi I'm Anna you know like and they're like oh and I was like did you think I was gonna like Stevie Nicks my way like just like the wow wing you know like set up my space but so it's a card system though in its simplest form and it's divided into the major arcana and the minor arcana and the word arcana is uh means mystery and so it's the big mysteries and the little mysteries and then the majors are our big boys. You know, there are big themes there. We have the three um, lines of consciousness that is uh, taking us through different kind of parts of the major arcana, dividing the cards into these like three different lines of kind of what our hero's journey, aka the fool's journey, is through the arcana. So the idea being that all of us have every single card inside of us or experience every single card within the arcana we are all the fool we are all going through this journey we're all having the lessons of these things and when we get to the world you know we complete a lesson and we begin it all over again so the majors are the big things about like what movies are about you know it's our triumphs it's love it's career it's all the big stuff it's our our um soul's journey all that big stuff and then the minors are divided into four suits that also have elemental um components to them as well and those give us our info those are our cast of characters that's our supporting cast that's filling in the picture for us so you may come to me ryan goes i'm going through a big period of transformation and you ryan might think it's about his creativity and i pull some cards and i go oh shit it's judgment some pinnacles like no it's not about that like it's bigger more about you stepping into your soul's purpose and figuring out how to marry that with your work you know like the mm-hmm. you know the major's going to tell me what what's what's really the story or what's the big pull of focus mm-hmm. in your life in this moment and then where is it sort of playing out will be i think filled in by the majors or minors ideally what a <laughs> and, good way to put it and we're not predicting i don't do predictive and th- yeah. that's another thing too like there's there's different ways to read that there are people who are purely card theorists they're like <clears throat> oh, this card is by this card, which means this and da-da-da-da-da. Like they're very, it's only the cards, it's only the names. Yeah. And then there's other people who are intuitive readers. They, I would say, maybe go a little, like, a little off the cards. They're, <laughs> they're the ones who are like, I, I see that. that you Somebody know. is watching you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like, I see that paved road, and I'm going to go off road a little bit. You know, yeah. like I think that. And then there are people who are, I would say, the third is readers who combine both. That it's card theory and it's maybe channeled and intuitive. Is, is that what you are? And, That's what I yeah. feel like. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. You would be, you know, a blend. 
So when do people need to like, what, like, should you do this once a week, once a month? Like when you're going through transition, like what's your client base look like? I think, I mean, it depends. I, I'm strict. I will cut you off. Like people who are coming to me too often. <laughs> I'm Cause I will cut you off. Yeah, no. I mean, that probably is also why I go to therapy, but it's, I mean, it's maybe not totally a work thing, but, um, well, but people get addicted. Cause they'll be they like, do. Then they'll seek answers outside of themselves. Yep. They won't trust their own judgment. So yep. I appreciate that. That's good. I mean, that's yep. good boundaries. boundaries you know, like, yes. It's ethical. Wanna, yeah, I I mean, I'm for the most part, I strive. I mean, like, I'm annoyingly ethical. Like, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm not that good a person. However, my <laughs> ethics are very strong. You know, I'm like, I can be just as goblin-y as the rest. It's like, <laughs> lucky for me. I'm like, I just find it really annoying. This person wants to book a reading for every decision in their life. And it's unethical. They're they're developing a dependence on dependency yes. on me that yes. I'm not cool with. And it's not how tarot works. Tarot's always going to work best from a position of self-empowerment. Tarot doesn't want to tell you how to run your life. It doesn't. So I would say the best time to come, honestly, is when nothing's wrong. You know, when you are, when everything's fine, but you're just like, you know, maybe you're like, I don't, you know, like maybe you're just sort of like, I don't know. I think it I'm be, okay. It, it I'm sounds not. Like it's a good foundation. Like you get a good base for what it is instead of applying desperation. Because most people come to spirituality in that spot of, I need an answer. I'm, yes. you know, like I'm broken. So I love that. Like just come arrive. <laughs> see yeah. what's up. I people love that. have some of the best readings when they're literally are like, I'm just doing a check-in. Like it's been yeah. three months. I felt due, you know, like Love I that. think the best readings is like to do it quarterly. Like, to be honest, I think you get the most out of it. And I also tell people too, sometimes like if you have a very specific answer in mind, don't do it, you know, no. and never about breakups. Like if you, I mean, I always say like, as long as heterosexuality is a thing, I'll have a career because it's like <laughs> it, it in straight men who come in, you know, I mean, I do actually have a fair amount of straight clients, but or straight male clients, which does surprise people. But it's interesting. Yeah. It's mostly people yes. I met at events who their ladies made them get a reading. And then they were like, Oh shit, this is cool. It's helpful. You know? Mm. Um, but, you, know, you always have to provide the Carfax for dudes, especially like cis white men. Like you like yes. come with Carfax. Like here's the history. Here's this, you know, like yep. here's my accreditations. You know, <laughs> well, so not annoying. even. I mean, I think they're like shocked when they're like, do you really believe in this? When I'm like, how how does this go? That no, I'm like no, being paid no. at a party and I go, no. You know, like, yeah. you, you, like you're the one who's going to out me. Like, I mean, uh, it's just and then they're like ah oh, fair you're like you got me there and then they're like well how's this work you know and I'm like well you ask a question I think that tarot always works best when you are I think taking maybe accountability and ownership mm. even asking a question you know like that's something too I find people really um get hung up on or don't want to do where they're like oh, i just like to pull a card well then what do you really know what that card is speaking to you know mm -hmm. like you i i, I used That's to teach great for someone who doesn't know you know like yeah. looking to book you know like to have a specific question in mind well and like part of why like you know to to the first question you had for me megan like it's about it exploding my career like 
that's tarot. Like, if you don't want to ask a question, tarot's like, why not? What's your friend? What you avoid? <laughs> you know, like it, it is this, it's like this go deeper, like ask, yeah. you know, like you really want to know, like, we'll tell you, you know, like, and that's what also gets so much projected on when people are like, that deck's mean to me or whatever. It's like, no, it told you something you didn't want to hear, like, mm. which is a different thing. Like, um, but also why you want to be really mindful of who you're going to readings for, for multiple reasons, you know, like. So how does just, someone find, obviously we all have intuition, like I like that person or like, how does someone like, I'm going to book with you, Anna, like how, yeah. does one, how does one decide that? I, um, I think it's helpful, like word of mouth. I think ask around, even if people aren't talking about it, one of your friends is definitely getting readings. You know, mm -hmm. people are so weird about it, but <laughs> every friend group has someone who's got a psychic reader, astrologer, like in their back pocket. So I would ask your friend group and just be like, has anyone ever gotten a tarot reading or everyone, you know, like some, somebody will, um, number one, or you could at least hear about their experience or whatever. Um, I do think social media is helpful. However, <laughs> big old caveat, just because someone's internet famous or Instagram famous or whatever, doesn't mean they're a good reader. So listen to them, see if you resonate with it, like trust how it feels inside that just like you wouldn't like, even if someone was like the best cardiologist in the world, if they gave you the worst vibe, I'm guessing you would find another one. And like a reader should be no different. If you don't, if you don't connect with them or you're like, I don't know why they make me feel insecure or something, you know, like trust that. I know a lot of people who've had negative experiences just because somebody was like really popular or whatever, I mean, it, it, it's like walking a fine line, like, you know, like I get a lot of people, you know, like, or I, I, not so much anymore, but I used to get like DMs or, 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 or like, I would trust that too. Like people who work the way that you want to work with people, like, I don't want to DM you to get an appointment. I want to book on your website, you know, yeah. like, I think trust all of that, just like you would any other practitioner, this is no yeah. different, you know? And if you have a question or you're like, hey, I was just curious, what sort of style do you read in? Are you, you know, like more theoretical or are you intuitive? Like they should have no problems answering that or you should be able to ascertain that by like their website or their social presence. Something should give you a clue of like, what are they about? Like, what do they deliver? Um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is a lot of what sells is a fantasy mm -hmm. and you have to do your due diligence of asking is that what i want you know sometimes i mean listen we've all dated someone or been in a situation <laughs> where we wanted to stay living next to denial and Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was about to say, I don't, I don't want to say. It I right. didn't even need a card for that. <laughs> We've all been there, and you know, like I think sometimes that's when certain readers can benefit you by, like, I mean, just like you would all different kind of practitioners. Like I know sometimes when I'm feeling like tender about something or I like, no, it's not good, but I'm going to stay in it. Like there's different readers I would go to who are going to be softer in their mm. approach of how they go. Like, you know, this is a bad idea or, you know, this isn't serving, you, you know, like, 
versus other readers that are going to be like, what, what are you doing? You know, like (laughs) in all of that, like, I think it's knowing that because I think people can be unfair in the way they come to readers with their expectations and they want to act like a reader as a therapist or they want to act like a reader is your mom or something like this. And it's like, it's not what I am. There's no guarantees. That's what's unfortunate. You, If you come with a really specific, like, I want to know I'm going to get this job or, you know, my ex is going to come back or whatever. Like, you need to just, I don't know pray like you don't need to go get a reading like yeah it's putting everybody in a bad spot it's putting yourself it's it's it's, it's well, a setup. everyone's gonna get disappointed yeah know? you know so you're gonna feel that you weren't able to deliver you know to to your client they're gonna feel you know a certain type of way i'm so. really i'm really glad you said that because tarot also one of the biggest things that it taught me was how to disappoint people and like <sighs> be okay with it yes and to be okay with it i mean not okay i mean okay ish okay light you know because it still sucks (laughs) you know and you still it's really confusing it's so confusing though you know like what were your i think what are your expectations of if you go to any healer or any you know like you have to mitigate your expectations and are they realistic for what you're trying like yeah 30 minutes or an hour with a stranger people want you to undo a lifetime of trauma in one reading ryan i'm curious if you experience this in astrology i'm and i'm sure this happens where someone books a reading with you and maybe they say nothing about what they want to focus on you know like they're just like all the time yeah heard yeah exactly all the time they're like heard great things but then they're like oh well i really wanted this to be a year for love and you're like well that wasn't the agreement or like that's not what your (laughs) chart like i find that is really tricky because i feel for people we all get that and we all have those feelings of like i want this to be my year for the you know it's like i want i want i want you know like that that's not that's not like yeah Yeah. (laughs) When it's like some, I literally just had somebody who was focused on this and it actually wasn't the first and only negative review that I've ever received, (laughs) which is me learning that lesson of disappointment right now. Um, and it hurt. It sucked. It sucks. And, yeah. You know and what she also makes me so mad is I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong. No. That I'm wasn't just, a bad reading. Yeah. Just because you didn't hear what you wanted to hear doesn't mean I gave you a bad reading. Exactly. And she gave me no indication during the whole reading. I always leave time at the end mm-hmm. to ask, how do you feel? Is this okay? And she said she felt good. And then I get this huge email and it was like <gasps> scathing. It was like harsh. <laughs> it was so hurtful. But I mean, she wanted, it's just frustrating because I even watched the reading back. I record all my readings i was like was i harsh and she really did want love and i referenced numerous times in here like love is not the focus that does not mean it cannot happen though like and oftentimes those things do happen when love isn't the concentrated energetic theme in your chart right now when it is focused on love that often sometimes means you're gonna deal with some serious challenges in that area of life but it's not a focus which means it could just flow smoothly for all i know but the universe would like you to focus here a little bit more consciously right now but they they latch on to certain things that's desperation energy and so when you are like you know like you didn't do anything wrong that annoys me yeah (laughs) i know (laughs) it, it feels also so parallel with like what we're seeing politically where someone's like 
you know, science works. And someone's like, I'm going to go with what my brain told me, you know, and it's like. Imagine being a regular ass person and thinking that you like <laughs> yeah. that you, a regular ass person and you know like, more than Harvard. I yeah. like I'm a pretty smart person. And yet I like enjoyed reading what all the people smarter than me had to say about yes. these things, you know, right. like divide and conquer. Like that seems to have served a lot of us well. And yet it'll amaze me sometimes this dynamic that plays out in readings where people come to you and they're like, you're the expert. I want to know what you like. But then if you don't say what they want to hear, you're, they invalidate you. And now, you know, they're like, well, my intuition's telling me that this (laughs) is a year for my love. And I'm like, well, then why did we do this? Like what, what is this dance we have just done? I know. (laughs) What annoys you? Like, is that, is that like, so what, what annoys you about your profession? What annoys you about like, about how much time you have (laughs) so much? Um, I, it, it honestly, it's people, you know, like I love tarot and I love reading, but the business aspect of it is hard. It's, uh, it's hard getting constant DMs of oh people God, yeah. and being like, could you, could you book follow me her on Instagram guys? Yeah. Follow her on Instagram. By all means, but, follow but me on her website. Yeah. By all means, follow me on Instagram and for sure, like buckle over some real, you know, clownery over there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think the constant boundary stuff burns me out big time. You know, I just get sick of it. And I also think like something that I haven't been able to like figure out is that a lot of people, meanwhile, they have no, like they truly do. They are trying to be good. They just don't know that you deal with this like 300 times a week. I where exactly. Like fr- friends are also some of the worst clients. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Friends <laughs> are like, let's go to the farmer's market. And then after you give me reading and I'm like, no, you know, like mm-hmm. that's not how I work or, you know, people being like, I thought it would be fun that you could like come to you the thought park. Wrong. You thought wrong. And you, also, you know, yeah. like I'm going to charge you for my time for wasting it. Here's yeah. a Venmo. And, and I mean, I genuinely really like people and I really like my clients. I'm lucky that I would say like 98% of my clients are incredible. And that other 2% I've banned, you know, so they can't come back. So I can, I'll just stay at 98. But, um, I find that people too, um, can get really fixated on me sometimes and wanting to be friends. And that can be so likable. You're, you're, you are everyone very here is so <laughs> likable. So you have this, you know, like where it's like, hey, buddy. And that's a boundary it's, thing. And boundaries are exhausting as a, in this, in, in a healing demographic. Yeah. That's been something I've been trying to figure out because I, I want to be likable. I mean, that's my personality. I'm not putting it on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, where, where I don't, I haven't been able to figure out where the line between like being likable, friendly, approachable, and like free for all is. Because because pretty, I'm sure you must deal with this as well, Ryan. Because like, I feel like you and I are similar in that temperament of like, we'd love to talk about this stuff. We're open. I, I'm happy to give people resources if I can. But like, it was interesting when the spirituality episode of How to Be Human came out. And I got all these DMs from people. And I wonder if this is a generational thing. All these DMs from people being like, really loved the episode, but, you know, like, and then giving me their personal story and then asking me for more resources. And Mm -hmm. I was tempted to be like, call Google. 
Oh, Dr. Google. Thank you. Like that. I mean, that's me. And that's where I'm now starting to feel like a boomer where I just yell Google all the time. But like, <laughs> um, I, but I just was like that the episode was the resource. You're welcome. Right. You know, like you can follow our subsect where we gave more resources or you can do, you know, but like, I don't, I'm like, is this a generational divide where like I grew up, you know, like we grew up having to seek every piece of information. You had to go to the library. You had to really be in pursuit of everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the internet came and we were like, oh my God, this thing that makes this seeking of information easier. And the youth has grown up with the information always at their fingertips, but they don't seem to know how to access it. And that I find critical fascinating. Or, I'm like, you have of all of it. Thinking. Yeah. I'm like, what did you resonate with in the episode? Like, Google that. If you're like, Anna's always sort of talking about watered down Buddhism, like a typical white chick. Like, go Google Buddhism. You know, like, know. Go, like go to the people who are smarter than my terrible paraphrasing of beliefs. You know, like, know. that's what's interesting to me. And I don't really mean it as a criticism. I mean it more as like, this is the stuff that makes me crazy. Yeah. You know, this is the stuff that burns me out that I don't understand understand about like how the field is changing totally i feel like there's like a lack of um i mean there's the curiosity there but yeah that lack of like ability to be inquisitive enough to go yeah. seek things for yourself and instead kind of expect well i should be able to throw this question out to this quote-unquote influencer well, who's got this expect. digital yeah i'm like i get it like i don't know i see on tiktok like one thing i really do appreciate is that these a lot of people that i enjoy like some astrologers on tiktok who I think are valid, <laughs> they'll get questions all the time of like followers being like, you know, do you have book recommendations? They get this yes. all the time. Yes. And it is like, it's like, yeah, I could Google astrology books, but I like your style. I like your vibe. What are you reading? Yes. That is like an important question to throw out, but these people are smart to be like, I've made a little playlist on my TikTok of all the books that I am reading, you know, or like on Instagram, you could literally just do like a highlights reel yeah. and then point people to that and be like, I got my resources and the highlights, you know? I, I agree. But why do we have to do that? No, we don't have to. I know. Sure. I mean, but, but like, but I think the expectation th has become, yeah. you know, oh, to combat this, this thing, make a highlight. And I'm like, but why? I just wonder it, if I'm abrasive because I don't, I'm like, figure it out. You know, like, I feel you the are. same way. <laughs> I mean, are. I, I love know, that like, we're like Goldilocks and the three figure bears. Figure it out. Like, like, you know, like I, we all had to do it. Like it's trial yes. and error. Like, how are you supposed to know what you like? And you're not going to imitate me. Be yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I, so figure it out. I do think, though, that, I mean, it, it's helpful to have, well, this is this is where it gets frustrating. I, I think, like, what people don't know is that seeking out the information, resources, teachers, all of that is part of the process. And even if someone, ah. even if all of us gave you, like, <laughs> our spiritual academies, we're like, this is what I put myself through here. Go put yourself through it. It wouldn't necessarily work. You wouldn't necessarily be like us. You wouldn't necessarily maybe get interested in tarot or interested. Like, I think there's a this there's um this real hesitancy and fear to really just embrace the mess. And that is one of the greatest things that I think spirituality gives us is this safe environment to sort of explore kind of like what life is in mm -hmm. this, you know, kind of um way with guardrails of sort of like we're talking about we're dealing with the same things but it's essentially sort of like exploring what is a system that makes life make sense to you
what gives you a framework for finding, mm -hmm. you know, meaning and a reason to keep getting up and doing your life every day that aside mm -hmm. from like people in a way, I think, you know, that for it's sure. like in a larger sense and yourself, like, how yeah. do you stay connected to that? But yeah, no, people are like, yeah, um, people I just want to like watch this. How do you deal with like the fear? So I in, in that episode I listened to that I keep referencing, which is amazing. But like I grew up Catholic. So that's why I took oh, like same. So like so Tarot was like, oh yeah. And what you said was like, oh, I loved it because of the imagery. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And, but my aspect was like, bitch, you better not fuck with this, or you did. You know, like, and so it took yeah. me a minute to get there. Like when I was a coming on this journey and you know like you're a healer and you know i'm a reiki master and yada 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 but it was like i had to rectify this fear aspect that you just were like woo -woo. i don't <laughs> completely blew past i think I, loved when it. I grew up in like such a bizarre way i mean and, and also like religion was like present in my house but like we i mean my mom's an artist like you know it uh is kind of a joke, you know? So, I mean, like, not, I don't mean that, like, I guess in a good way, like I got the Catholicism where I was like, oh, I love ritual and I like the incense, uh, you know, like, I, 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 I think this, like, like it's kind of, um, romantic in a juice. weird way. Yeah. Like I love a ceremony <laughs> and like, oh, like all of this, you know, but like without all the terror, guilt and, you know, homophobia, like, it's I don't know like I don't ever remember being at mass and like scared or anything and I don't remember wow. like I had a Ouija board growing up and my mom didn't think twice about it and was it she was like my mom's more judgmental in um you know in in her way of being in an Aquarius of like I can't believe you actually think these things talk they to you more. you know <laughs> she's more like that than thinking the devil's coming you know but like yeah. um she makes a joke about it like she sent me like my Easter gift and was like for my little heathen then, you know and stuff i mean <laughs> so that's like my reference for it Love but that. i also like don't it's one and the same to me in so many ways of like what is the difference between stained glass and tarot cards what is the difference they are decorated objects we are telling a story with what is the difference why is one oh demonized god. and the other isn't you know well, like oh my god it's just I've, the same thing to me like it's so I, true and sacred some symbology symbol that's the right word right symbolism Sim Sim symbol but isn't symbology like the actual study of symbols symbology Ooh, i think that's the word maybe like, i always think symbology weird. is made up and i go i think you mean uh, this is literally what i say <laughs> to I mean, myself symbolism every time a, i'm gonna say I'm like, i think I symbology yeah i feel like it's an actual say anyway i like <laughs> geek out on that we should get a yeah. symbologist <laughs> I, I, please do <laughs> we should, is that the symbology word? is a no. real word it's okay. a, the study uh, or use of symbols so thank you oh my god God, now I know because I always yeah. think I'm making it up as well. I'm glad yeah. we know. Well, and it's like the symbols that were on these Catholic churches, like up until just like uh, 200 years ago, even are wild and like where they come from, like you know, pagan holidays and all this stuff. It's all pagan. It's it is all pagan. It's like all this is pagan. a whole different this is a whole I different mean... episode that we'll get into. But... Fair, fair. Yeah. But fair. yeah, it's wild. I but I guess speaking to the symbols for sure. Are there like any like symbols that you really adhere to? Like for example, one thing that has always stuck with me and I won't I cannot remember who taught me this because I've been like into tarot since I was a 
child honestly i had like the little pocket tarot Did cards you, you know That's like so it was a cute. joke then but like i just have yeah. consumed that content for a long time i guess but there's i always learned like in different decks i'm such a gemini so i have like a million <laughs> decks and we'll use Same. a million decks in any reading and i love like the elements you know whether cups wands whatever and where they're holding them like mm. relating it to the chakra and then like like if it's like a crown, right? Or like holding the sword at their heart chakra. Like, and what does that mean? I know that that's a weird thing, but that's a symbolism in the cards that I really just speaks to me for some reason. Is there something that you that's really think you look at? Um, yeah, I always look at who who's looking at who. It like in a spread, mm. like if there's mm. quartz, are they looking at each other? Um, where's the motion? Is there like, is there any motion? Um, things like that. I mean, it's funny, like now at this point, cause I've been reading for a while. It's like, I don't read as, um, formulaic or maybe strictly as I used to, you know, um, that I'm like, oh yeah, I used to be more into that and now i think it's like i'm just more seasoned that, that it's like i see it and it's like oh i have the snapshot like i know the story in a in, in a way um that i think i just process that stuff differently now but like yeah. the symbolism is so important like and then and, and to that point like in what you were saying about like you know where where is it being held the chakra like i don't know that i would say that's a tarot thing i think that's no, a ryan thing it's not which is yeah. but that's beautiful and I would offer to anyone if you're learning tarot or whatever, like that's completely valid. Like, just like I said, um, you know, like if we think of Rider Waite as being the language of tarot, you know, and then any other deck is dialect, it's like that that's Ryan dialect right there. That is yeah, absolutely critical, you know, like in your yeah. reading. That's what makes a great reader is that they have that. But it's also giving yourself, I think, permission to one, really believe it and trust it and go with it and then be really consistent about it in your readings of like, mm -hmm. I'm, I am, you know, like I really connect to this like position of, you know, like if something is being held, where is it? You know, like I, you know, like, so apply that to every reading, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, I think about that. I think I think more about, um, I think the suits in general that I'll just be sort of like, who's, who's dominating or who's missing, who's missing exactly, yeah. you know, and things like that, then maybe, um, symbolism, but I, I think more about, I think symbolism just in my life in general, you right. know, just very driven towards it, you know, just very, um, a friend of mine, Uruka, who, um, does, will do custom herbal essences and, and formulas for you and things like that. I love in her intake, she asks like any recurring symbols, objects, animals, total, like any of that. Cool. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Yes. Love you it. know, like, let me, <laughs> you know, let me list them all out for you, girl. Like the stuff I've been clocking, you know, and I go through different phases. I feel like where you're just like, I just can't get enough of trying triangles like i don't even care what it symbolizes like i just know that it it's something for me or uh -huh. or whatever but i mean a hundred percent tarot got me like hook line and sinker with symbolism i was in and just visual visual imagery like i mean 
like to use that um the stained glass again i mean most people in medieval times and when the catholic church was really trying to like take hold or when organized religion really was um no one could read <laughs> so the the way they communicated and the way they um you know were keeping everyone sort of in line via religion was saying like a red rose symbolizes this a white dove symbolizes this yes. you know like and i mean it sucks that religion is somewhere where that that's hugely been done and thought out but like we also see it like i live in new york we see it in cities like symbolism to say this means this is powerful like that's why we're not all getting hit by cars all the time just crossing the street <laughs> totally. whenever we feel like it you know that i'm like there's something you can't deny about that that i find so that was how tarot i think really seduced me as like someone who i do think there's so much power to that of saying like this means this and like so God, when that comes that. up what are you going to do with it you know what does that mean to you like um i think of it as sort of an interesting visual game of like hot potato it's like well there you go what are you can do with it like, mm. yeah <laughs> do you read reversals i do yeah okay Cool. I do. Cool. I think um, more often than not, if a card's reversed, it doesn't mean you're like not getting that energy. Like, I feel right. like people get very little kid like, oh, but I wanted that, you know, um, I think it can literally be the meaning of the reversal, like in terms of the sun, for example, when the sun's reversed, I think it's often people don't really want to trust or believe the good times are here. Huh. Um, but then I also think often you can be in the energy of the card that precedes it. And uh try that see that's interesting. I it's like a game of uno there <laughs> it could be really interesting like if let's say the nine of cups reverse comes up for somebody then being in the energy of the eight of cups makes a lot of sense yeah that they're still really sort of figuring out what they want to let go before they can really like that's so interesting with, yeah so i, I do I've always, and this is going to transition to a little astro combo in a minute, but like, that, I well, always I have look questions at, for you about yes, that. So oh I'm glad. God, I'm yes. Stoked. I, for, and this is another, I guess, Ryanism of like my <laughs> tarot readings, but any, I don't, it depends on the deck. Some of them I'm like, I don't read reversals. Same. With, some yeah. I do. Um, but when I, I look at reversals as a retrograde energy, that's probably my biggest astrological mm. correspondence I will use where like retrograde is a more inward focused energy. Like it's not yes. this external event. I, I agree. So like I, it hasn't, it's like the the car doesn't like found its full potential. It's like, um, I think it can be often sort of like the, the cake's still in the oven. Like it just mm -hmm. hasn't baked yet. Like, and yeah. it doesn't like people want to always look at tarot as something like they've done wrong or they're not doing enough or whatever. And it's like, nah, it might just be like you have to sit tight. Like it just hasn't yeah. fully kicked like in that. yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you know, trust the timing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like there things are not as like binary or finite as we want them to be like the, yes. it's you know that that's been a gift that tarot has given me that like you know every card more or less has like a positive negative and a neutral so you really have to check yourself if you're coming into it with like this is positive or this is negative it's like no it's all of it you know mm -hmm. just like all of us you know so um so i don't think there's been a, these gifts has tarot given you anything that's not been a gift like and i don't want to um, say like you know like has there been like something where it was like oh man <laughs> it's hard i mean consistently looking i mean uh yeah i mean it, it's it's hard it's not it's not an easy thing to do day in and day out, you know, like, 
um it it sounds weird but it's like it's hard on you physically like just holding that. a lot of space for people a lot of energy for people especially at events yeah oh my god, god. events i've retired from events at this point I, like it would I have to be them. something really because i mean i just i did them for like seven years and just i can't scream Wait, over the time. dj yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. like uh, it's all of it and it's the wasted people you know it, it's like yeah. i really don't mean to like it's like you know what it is events also too gave me like a tremendous amount of knowledge like there's no better way to learn in a lot of ways too of like to read for like a hundred people in two hours like wiki yeah like will get you more experience in two years of private practice like it's unreal in that regard um money i mean the first few years to be honest like i loved Hard. the work and I loved reading and I was so passionate, but like trying to build my client base and trying to get people also to value the work and stuff like that. Like a lot of the stuff that it like bums me out or, you know, um, I wouldn't say it's Tarot's fault, but it's like all the, the, the stuff that like comes with it or surrounds it. Like I, it made me get kind of the defensive. Yeah, like I got tired like of like the stigma. Yeah. Like yeah. the stigma is like, all of this stuff that comes with it and i'm like i just like want to do this thing i don't understand yeah. why i'm like i still have to like defend it or explain you know like i feel this so hard with astrology too like honestly oh, i just I went out for drinks with one with my little brother actually and these like three dudes asked us to join their table and so we like turn and join their table and then we're all talking like what do you do what do you do what do you do i say i'm an astrologer one guy, I'm not kidding you, sets his drink down and goes, all right, that's it. I need to go. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Get up and go. Bye. And Where? I was like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And how I'm is dating that okay? apps. Like, like, people, yeah. It's just the like, amount of people I'm dating apps that have asked me, like, and do you support yourself doing that? Or do you think oh that's real? Are and I'm you like, shitting me? No. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, Chad, do you own your apartment <laughs> being a marketing exec? Like right. I own mine, you know, like you want to go there? I'm yeah. like, let's do it. You know, like I'm like, oh my God, you're an architect. I don't believe in that. I'm I can't talk exactly. to you. Like it doesn't make sense. I don't believe in buildings. I don't you know, <laughs> like there's no way that someone draws in and then someone builds it. I know I think their job's made up. Yeah. Like, like I'm what? like, on what planet? Like, unless you told me, I don't know, that you like or high up in the Republican Party or something, would I be like slam my drink down and be like, I have to go? Like, yeah. I can't think of what someone could say they did for work. And I knew they like willingly did that. That would make me be that rude. Yeah. You know, that's it too. People think that like it's so weird. I mean, granted, I have a very healthy ego. And I find there's something about this work where people put you on a pedestal and then devalue you. And mm -hmm. that I would say has messed with me a bit. Like that has not been a gift of tarot of constantly sort of yeah. having, I think, to like, there are so many people who think you're like the cool. I mean, like, there's no, there's nothing more fun often for me than going to like a, as a woman going to a party and then saying I'm a tarot reader. I'm the most popular person after that, you know, but then <laughs> they also want me to read then like then it, it, it like goes downhill really quickly okay, of like not respecting it's my job, yeah. you know, like I'm not entertainment at this party. I'm a person just like you. So every card has an astrological um, correlation. Mm -hmm. 
but I think that's a little bit of bullshit. I don't understand how astrology got into the tarot chat. I'll tell you where I do understand it. Okay. I, I don't understand it in terms of like, I don't mind each sign having a major. That seems like a cool you know, like that seems like an early collab <laughs> done back in the day of like, hey, astrology, hey, tarot, let's join forces. OK, <laughs> oh God, okay we'll sad. give each one of you a major like that. I can get down with fine. Like, I don't read a lot into it, but whatever. It seems like just like I think astrology invites more of people's like covert narcissism of like wanting to say things about themselves or express things about Mm. themselves that then starts creeping into tarot sometimes with Mm. this like need for it to be astrological as well of like then people are like, what's my birth card or what's my da 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 da? I don't believe in a lot of that. I think that's modern stuff that's like been added on. And then when people are like, oh, well, cancer is the chariot and yeah. it's also the four of cups and the blah, blah, blah. I don't mind it. Like I said, it being a major like, OK, if we say cancer is the chariot, I don't fully get it. It doesn't. I am a cancer. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to add me. Up. No. It doesn't add up because they're not related. It was no. just assigned to it. So that makes no sense to me. I don't resonate with it. I don't think it's it's true i think someone sort of no. i don't i think i Alice don't recall i'm not even sure when that it? Got, yeah i don't either i don't I've really tried to look know. into it same i've like, not been able to find out or like who was the authority of assigning this to the car I, I don't know it doesn't make any sense to me however i think that is different because you and i talked offline about this and i do think it's important to talk about for people all the people doing the collective readings. Yeah. Where I think astrology comes in and with the people on YouTube, I've done them as well. I've done tarot scopes. Well, uh, well, that's what they are. They're tarot yeah. scopes or that's what people are calling them. So it's either a collective reading or reading for the collective um, and or a tarot scope. I think, you know, what, why people started doing that. I don't think they're really saying this is an astrological reading, number one. It's just a way, I think, of grouping people, you know, and creating some separate, some distill, you know, distillation and pairing it with another system people understand. If you just did a card pull for the collective, that's also just going to be boring and people aren't going to know what's up. I think it's a way of making it interesting and say, because if you did like all brunettes or whatever, like people can dismiss that. But I think it's a way they're saying like, you know, this system, you know, your sun sign, you know, like you maybe don't know tarot, but this is a way I can make this familiar to you. Mm -hmm. And like to my earlier point of like, I think it's really important to know what question you're asking. I think it's also a way to then really know like, okay, I am you know, like when I've done them, I said, I, you know, what's in the best and highest for, you know, the Aries and Aries rising of my, you know, Instagram followers. Like I try to narrow it down as much as I can, but no, it has nothing to do with astrology. No. I mean, like even in the most basic of senses, like honestly, the sun card does correlate to Leo, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. But then the moon card. No, it's strength. No, um, no, I mean strength does is Leo too, but does, is isn't Leo. the sun card also Leo? No, it's what is strength. the sun card then? Nobody, it didn't get right, assigned. Well, well, then it's like, what the hell uh-huh. is going on here? Because the sun rules Leo astrologically, Cap- ex- moon rules Cancer. So why is the moon is Pisces? Yeah, moon likes Pisces, but I mean, like, I don't. It just it it has never added up to me. I know that there are like like you know the Venus symbol. 
on yes. like um I mean like so sometimes I'm seeing these things but those symbols even predate like I the think it's we like put to it you have oh. to like delete your you're like it, you know like I think that's what's, of it. Yeah, yeah it's like you have to like, like to delete like your real brain you know like yeah. um it's like because I do I think out, you got to delete your real brain yeah you're like <laughs> You know, it was sort of like, you know, like when friends and I'm sure, I mean, maybe Ryan at this point, this isn't happening to you anymore, but you know, like when friends are like, I, I, I saw like, like Pluto's going retrograde and I'm scared. And you're like, what are you scared of? I know. Like, tell me specifically. Like, <laughs> I mean, my one friend, I was like a huge bitch to about it. Oh, it was Melissa, you know, because um, th- I was like, you don't even have your birth chart. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> like, you don't even know where it's transiting. I do because I was like, stop the madness. Like, I yeah. can't. I was like, you're not allowed to consume ast- like astrology if you're always just going to be fearful. I know. Like, I'm not having it, you know. Yeah. That's what those creators do to get they they put that stuff out there so they can get likes and views That's and then, you know business fear. yeah yeah like- I think there is a lot of fear mongering and I think there's a lot of people who are naturally talented and something like astrology or tarot or whatever this makes them feel powerful and it's a place where they're getting good feedback I think we should all be mindful that we're juicing up a 22 year old <laughs> just because they seem to like know a thing or two i'm like i mean traditionally uh, like their brain's not yeah. even done forming you know so like let's like i'm not saying that young people don't have things to offer or aren't wise in their own ways right. they absolutely are you know but it's like a we're 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 all kind of taking advantage of like this is the wild west in some ways and then we're also all harmed and annoyed by that this is the wild west you know and it's like i mean i'm 42 years old would i go to a 22 year old reader no what is a 22 year old gonna tell me like i've done i've made that mistake i did i went to like a 23 at one point because i was like i don't know i'm feeling kind of old and in my ways she was like have you thought of like teaching and i was like yeah i've done that i'm burnt out from it next and she was like Oh, Uh-oh. it's like exactly because you don't have the life experience, which yeah. is fair. Like you're 22. Okay. Yeah. You know? I have a rule of not getting readings from people who haven't passed their Saturn return. Now, for some reason, there's just like that is a moment where you will mature and life as I don't care how much life you've lived prior to the age yeah. of like 29. Um, that yeah. life can take a drastic turn at that Saturn return. So like I, for some, I I've only booked a couple readings. One I booked for my mom, one I booked for myself. Both were from actually like really big, well-known, respected people, um, astrologers. And both of them were the most underwhelming thing ever. Like I actually, I got it uh, for my mom even to try and convince her of like the astrology's efficacy no. and was like, that was like my entryway of telling her I'm going into this mom. And it was just like awful. It was a terrible reading. And this person gets so much acclaim. And it's just like, you're going to have to tell me who this was. I will will happily, because I know Uh, you know who they are. Um, Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure I do. And I'm like, I got to know. That's also what I'm like. It's been a way. I mean, I used to be a really bad gossip. And now I would say I'm better. I mean, I've worked on it. but yeah, that's a fun aspect of doing all this too, getting to know everybody's secrets and stuff, you know? And well, who's legit and who's not? Well, that yeah. too. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. has a bit of a whisper network, but um, I just like to know everybody's secrets. <laughs> I know. 
I know. Well, okay, this has been so freaking enlightening, so fun. Um, we went into numerous conversations, I feel like. Um, oh, and I want to circle back real fast. You are in your midlife crisis. <laughs> I am? I oh, good. Start. It's the Uranus oh, okay. opposition. So Uranus is 180 degrees um... opposed from where it was when you were born. It's actually like three degrees away from it. And now Uranus just turned retrograde. So it's going to be moving back. So, but when it moves forward again, it, you're going to have your exact opposition. I hope it's fine. I'm just spilling this. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't okay. mind. It'll be at the end of June, 2023. So June 27th, it's exact. That's a really liberating moment though. Uranus really mm. wants to free you up and you find this like it, need to individuate. It feels have, that way. Like I yeah. feel it's, and it's weird. It feels, um, it's funny when Uranus stuff has happened for me in the past, it has been very almost like electric. Like it's been this, I've talked to you about it. Like I thought something was something else. And, uh, and Ortley was like, nah, it was your, like, I, you know, like I, me you know, not being an astrologer was like, oh, like I read this. I thought it was, the, and she's like, no, it was this. And I started paying more attention to Uranus because it, it seems to be something that like, I do clock like even yeah. if I don't know that's what it is it seems to be a planet that when it's stirred up for me I do notice and so yeah I started noticing a couple months ago um just like how much I'm like like that that thing I've always done no you know like that way I've always been <laughs> no like it is so much individuating stuff and yeah. I'm like I'm in my 40s like who's oppressing me like I'm a girl like I'm a full adult you know but it, it it's like I mean, and I've been in therapy a long ass time and working on myself a long ass time. And it's been really illuminating how much like you can always change. You can always totally. make different Love decisions. Will always. Yeah, like, yes, it doesn't like, matter where you are in life. Yeah. And you, it doesn't always seem easy. You don't always have the money or what. Like, I get it. I, I'm not I'm, I'm not trying to toxic positivity anybody. But I think what this, um, you know, like you're on it, like what it has stirred up for me is that of like, wh what is it you need? Like, as an individual, like, mm -hmm. like, what yeah. is the stuff that makes you feel kind of electric? It's like kind of, you know, like, it's just been interesting. Like, um, I love Mystic Medusa and I do her. I'm, I'm a, I'm a mega member and I do get my daily thing with wow. her. And I've been like noticing that. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like, I don't have any answers yet, but I'm like trying to like follow the current, you know, like yeah. I'm trying to stay where the electricity is just to see what does it take me to. That's amazing. I think the biggest mistake people make at the Uranus opposition, I don't even like calling it a midlife crisis, terrible name, but like, <laughs> is that you kind of get this feeling all of a sudden, like, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to have time again in my life. And it's like, Absolutely. you will always yes. have time. You wake up every day. You can always make the new decision every day, but go with those urges too. Like I have this one client who went through it, I would say like a year ago now. And, you know, she's, married has multiple kids great freaking life like so respected great job and she just needed to, a huge change and so all of a sudden she had this urge i'm gonna wake up every freaking morning before my family's up and i'm gonna go to the beach and i'm gonna go surfing i'm gonna learn how to surf that's At awesome the, isn't that incredible like yeah. what a different yeah break away out of your mold yeah. in life and, and, you didn't, and experience and she didn't, that like set fire to her life I, was, no, I think all that that's, too. And that's the big like, problem usually yeah. yeah like i think and I, I mean i started feeling this way probably 
it's it's funny, Ryan. I thought about the reading I did with you because when I had done the reading with you, like I I did really want to travel and I'd reconnect with an old friend and all that stuff. And you were like, mm, you know, and I was like, hmm, you know, <laughs> but like, whatever, you know, but also was like, nothing's, you know, like nothing's on the books, like right. nothing, you know? So I was like, it doesn't really matter. Like whatever. And, you know, like, of course we all want to travel, but like, you know, it, it's like still it, like you were right. You were right. And, um, it, it finally hit me. Like I've always wanted to go to Puglia in Italy. And it finally hit me like, you've been saying that for years. Like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Just go, you know? And and it was this huge thing of like really kind of remembering, like, we have to give ourselves permission. Like, totally. no one's going to. No one's going to call yeah. you up and be like, girl, I think you should treat yourself. <laughs> like, you know, no right. one is. Like, <laughs> right. it, the call has to come from inside. But like, that to me is spirituality like that yes. to me is like yes. how it plays out in real life it's like not the sexy moments it's not finding the soulmate it's like that's not it it's it's the communing with yourself it's going i need this and giving it to yourself yeah. and God. knowing you deserve it like i you know or like that that it's enough it's not even about deserving it that no, it's just like sure. an act that you're allowed to do you know i got goosebumps so i think <laughs> we need too. to like end it there Yes. So where can people find yes. you? Where can they can they book with you? Are you accepting they clients? Can. Um, find me on the internet at anatonk.com. You can find me on Instagram at anatonk.com and you can listen to my podcast, How to Be Human. And all of these links will be in show notes on in the description on YouTube, wherever you're listening to this, you should be able to see show notes. But please do book Anna up and yes. Please check out How <laughs> to Be Human. That is an incredible podcast. I subscribe and auto download every episode. It's so good. Okay, amazing. Book Anna up. If you're interested in booking with myself or Megan, you can find our respective info at claireannoyance.com. That's C L A I R <laughs> annoyance.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, uh, Anna, thank you so much. This has been, I mean, your podcast oh is amazing. God. You are incredible, and we appreciate you taking the time to oh my speak gosh. with us today. Thank you so much. It was lovely to meet you. And Ryan, as you know, I'm since we've met, been obsessed with you. So thank <laughs> you for having me. <laughs> okay. Later. Bye. Bye. Aren't they fun? They're so cute. I hope you will go listen to their other episodes. They've got some great guests. I know last week's, I think, was Michelle Brock, who's incredible and does past lives. So I hope you will subscribe to the pod and listen to more of their episodes. Um, it will be me asking someone a ton of questions next week. Don't you worry. I'm not going to get like too experimental just yet, but we'll see how it goes. Talk to you next week. Bye. That's all for today. If you're interested in submitting a topic, please go to anatonk.com and hit the contact button. Or you can email me at anatonk at gmail.com. If you're a fan of the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. It really does help. 